0: A local man can't get his birth certificate, and you won't believe why. Plus, there's major drama going down at a Houston institution. And the man who put Mike Miles in charge at HISD finally stopped by to look at all the changes happening in our schools. Dynamic media personality Anchor Shell Nova joins me to recap the news to end the week. It's Friday, February 9th, 2024. I'm Rahil Ramzanali, and here's what Houston's talking about. And Shell, what is up? It's just us two this Friday. I know you're excited. How are you, first of all, because I'm going to put you on the spot to start, of course. First, how are you?
1: What's up? Happy Friday. Let's do this.
0: I uh, know we made it to the end of the week, and I'm going to ask you the hardest question. It was a question that I asked earlier on the podcast this week. What is the official food for the city of Houston for you?
1: What? Official food for the city of Houston? You're wrong for that because Houston has so many things that make us right. Houston, right? And. Mm-hmm. When I think of food, I think of events. So I'm mad at you for not giving me a chance to prepare because you know your girl is a foodie, okay?
0: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot. And I agree because Houston, the reason we're so good with the food scene is because we have so many Mm -hmm. top-tier restaurants and items from different cultures, different communities, all that. With that being said, what is your official food for the city of Houston?
1: I'm going to just have to go with it. It's beef barbecue, baby. Don't nobody do beef barbecue like Houston. Okay, you got Ray's barbecue. You got Papa's barbecue. You got the barbecue trucks. If you get anywhere, you can't never have no bad barbecue, beef barbecue. And the reason why I say beef barbecue, because outside the state of Texas, everybody else do pork barbecue. We do Mm -hmm. beef here in Texas and specifically in Houston. And we do it like no other baby.
0: Yep, brisket, the big Mm. ribs, whatever it may be, we are good at barbecue.
1: Ain't it good, them big-ass ribs? Okay, mm-hmm. and then I smoked a tender, fallen brisket. Wouldn't that brisket lay down and then prop apart? Ooh, oh my God, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't make me think about it. I'm gonna have to go get a brisket sandwich. Early in the
0: morning yes. for that.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go get a brisket sandwich for lunch.
0: <laughs> there you go. See, that's what I wanted to ask you. Got a different answer here. All right, And Rochelle, let's get to our biggest story of the week. You kick us off. We got
1: Man, when I tell you, you know, I am the unofficial but official urban news reporter. And when I got bad news from the hood, it's a sad day for me, baby. The Turkey Leg Hut legendary Third Ward restaurant, baby, day is in some mess. They are firing the co-founder, Lynn Price, and they are accusing him of mismanaging money. Now, if you have not been keeping up with what's going on with the turkey leg hut, it is a famous staple in the Houston restaurant community. They have these Big ass turkey legs, and you you know if you go to the rodeo, you know normally people people get their turkey legs at the rodeo. No, babe, you get a turkey leg anytime a Turkey Leg hug. and they have these beautifully curated turkey legs. They taste so good, and the drinks as high as a giraffe, but they good, baby. But anyway, <laughs> get back to the scandal. The co-owner has been fired, and staff has been laid off for mismanaging money. If you have heard the co-owners of the Turkey Leg Hut, they are going through a tumultuous. Divorce. There is some domestic violence involved. There's uh, uh, all type of allegations, but they have just severed ties with Lynn Price for mismanagement of money. People have not been paid for weeks.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so Turkey Leg Hut. Jumped onto the scene, became the hot restaurant. As you mentioned, the turkey legs are stuffed with different types of items. You got crawfish etouffee. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many different mac and cheese, whatever, right? There's so many different ways they create these turkey legs. It became a staple in the food scene. And it was a really big success yeah. story, right? Like this married couple took a shot. They started with the food truck. Then they built the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. They also have the daiquiri hut yeah, the as daiquiri hut. well. The it's caricature okay. is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their caricatures on the, uh, on the side, yep. right? So like, it's a very partnership oriented business. Mm-hmm. Then the charges came down. There was a, some assault mm-hmm. There's some allegations, as you mentioned, then the divorce is going on. And now the wife is like, Mm-mm, you are out, husband mm-hmm. or former husband. And <laughs> the mismanagement of funds mm-hmm. is crazy because people haven't gotten paid, according to one story, up to six weeks.
1: Up to six weeks, y'all. They have not been paying rent. They haven't been paying light bills. They haven't even been paying water bills. And I don't know how you're going to run a restaurant without lights Ooh. and water. Like, y'all, this is not good. Now, we all stood behind the turkey hook hug when the gentrified neighbors in the community were trying to say, oh, the, 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 Pit smoke is bothering us. We stood behind Turkey Leg Hut when uh, the internet went crazy about the dress code, when people tried to complain about the long ass lines. We stood behind them. But now this has gone bonk. Now, there have been court filings uh, to complain with the Department of Labor. There are other ways to collect, but the business is still in operation. So Mm. how are they having so much money problems? Celebrities everywhere are coming. They have private celebrity rooms where the money at, Lynn?
0: That's the question. What happened? How did this money get mismanaged so much? And this is a cautionary tale of success Mm -hmm. as well, right? Like they got hot really fast and success will do different things. It it could lead to you franchising out. Like Mm -hmm. that's what I always thought the turkey leg hut was going to be. It was a franchise and it was going to be all over the state of Texas, maybe expanding to other states as well. But I mean, they haven't even opened up other locations yet. I know there was plans of doing two more food trucks. Mm -hmm. And I think those are still in the plans. But who knows with all this drama? But gosh, they could have been a major, major brand.
1: But here's the thing. I think they can survive this. I think if the wife can come up, if whoever, well, he's out. Okay, I really Mm -hmm. think that we can rebuild this. You know, I hope they don't do a smear campaign because that's just nasty. But I think if they just build upon what they have, right, they are 50 K behind in rent. That's a lot Mm. of money. But I do still feel that there's a way to do this. They're going to have to shut down. I don't even think a rebranding is due because the branding is there, but they need to do some definite damage control. They need to pay these old employees and they need to start fresh and anew. They say these employees are finding it very challenging to come to work. They don't even know when the paycheck is coming. And baby, now somebody has posted on the interweb, okay, the text messages that where they're saying, here, we gave you all your checks, but please hold off on cashing them baby. Then they're showing where all of their checks were being bounced when they were depositing them after oh. they said it was clear. Y'all, this is bad. I am still hopeful and I still believe in the turkey leg hut, but some serious things are going to have to go down because I don't know what's going to happen if they shut all of that down because that's three businesses in one. I don't know, here. we got to keep out to the street on this one.
0: Absolutely. And I'm going to definitely lean on you to let me know what's been happening with that as we discuss it later on, not only this month, but as we progress in the year. Yeah. Okay. My biggest story of the week, the Texas Education Agency Commissioner Mike Morath finally visited HISD schools for the first time since he put in Superintendent Mike Miles in charge of the state's biggest school district with the state's takeover of HISD. Now, surprisingly, Mike Marath was happy with the results of the new education system. And and Andrew Shell, of course he would be. He's the one who put Miles in charge, right? <laughs> like,
1: right. I don't see on. him uh, saying anything bad about that. He going to stand on business saying that they're doing a good job.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, can you come in and say, actually, you know what? You are not doing a good job. That would look so awkward. And the visit, by the way, comes the same week as a new report from the Houston Chronicle found that across HISD schools, there were 59 principals who left their leadership positions for various reasons. Mm-hmm. So That's roughly one in five schools had a leadership change. Now, some did leave due to retirement, while some left due to not being able to perform to the new standards set by Miles and his team. In a statement in the Chronicle story, HISD officials said that, quote, when there are principals who are not as effective as they need to be for students, and when those campus leaders don't get there with coaching and support, we will make changes with the appropriate sense of urgency. Our students deserve. So, the one thing about this new education system and HISD Superintendent Mike Miles is that they are not afraid to cut ties with people who are not performing Mm -hmm. and they don't care. They are really focused on the students, but is it costing them good, talented people at these schools?
1: That's what I was going to say. You know, our children are the future and they cannot be effective without effective leadership, right? Our students can't thrive without good leaders. So, if we're getting out, you know, those principals that have just been sitting there and setting their ways. Let's go ahead and give them their retirement check and let them go. But who are we replacing them with? Is it quantity or is it quality, right? Mm. That's the part that we really need to look at and focus on. Are we replacing these principals with quality people? I have heard mixed reviews because I have girlfriends that are principals that love the new change. And I have girlfriends that are principals that say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not with this and I'm looking to get out.
0: Now, as a mom of a child in an HISD school, how has your year been so far?
1: I'm going to tell you, okay, and I'm going to be very honest because, you know, I don't know how no other way to be. My child is thriving, Do you understand me? My child is doing wonderfully well. My child is at a nationally recognized magnet school. Do you hear me? My principal and assistant principal, they know my child, my husband and myself by name. They are making great strides and great efforts to be fully active and fully apart. When I drive my son off at school today. I saw the crossing guard, who I think is the PE teacher, knew every single child's name. And that's Mm -hmm. impressive because that's a K through eight school. They knew the little kids and the big kids. That school is thriving. And I think it's because of the leadership. It's what, half the year is almost gone. It's almost time for a commencement for elementary in May. What, we're in February? Yeah, we got a couple of months left in school. But every time I am there, I don't see any disgruntled people all the way to the cafeteria workers. That school is thriving. And I really appreciate the leadership. And if I thought any other way, y'all know I would say it.
0: There you go. Perfectly said. All right, let's go to your most overlooked story. What do you got?
1: Okay, so we already know when it's time to have your important documents like your birth certificate and social security card, getting another copy is already a pain, right? But what if you never had a birth certificate on file from the beginning? What? Yes, a Houston man's birth certificate was misfiled and he is still without one years later. Now, catch this. On October 28, 2003, at Christa St. Catherine Hospital on Fry Road, which is now Methodist Hospital, this young man named Brandon was born and nobody ever filed his birth certificate. 20 years later, this young man does not have a driver's license, a social security card or a birth certificate, and they cannot get it on file. Now, they have never seen a case like this before, because, of course, what they say is, oh, all you have to do is use the application to get another copy. But it has to be notarized. Right. How could he get it notarized? Because he doesn't have a driver's license. So he can't oh get gosh. a notary. His mother and him have been trying for years. This young man can't get in college. He cannot drive. He cannot do anything that a 20-year-old should have been doing or let alone can start doing because he does not have a birth certificate. He does oh. not have a driver's license. He has nothing. You can't request a copy of something that never existed and this is is a problem. Not only that, this is something that no one has ever seen before. So who can he call? Where does he go? How does he fix it? And that has been the problem for 21 years for this young man.
0: Ain't that crazy? Mm. Okay. See, this is my problem with the government and my fear with the government is that something like this, that was not his fault or his mom's fault because somebody at the hospital forgot to file the birth certificate. They are screwed for the rest of their life and government will just not make an exception, right? Mm -hmm. You still have to go through the proper channels and do this. There's no common sense sometimes. And it is so frustrating. Mm -hmm. And that is a big fear of mine is like, What if something wasn't filed correctly and I need this important document that could change my family's future financially, give my son a chance to go get a driver's license and go work and get all the important documents he needs. It it, it makes no sense. Like this should have been resolved the first time the mom filed and they're like, hey, look, this just wasn't filed. Let me get in touch with the hospital and we can figure this out. Look, let's just use common sense here. When was he born? Okay, there's no file. Okay, can we just do this correctly and just figure this out? I get it. There are instances where people might be trying to, you know, do something scammy here with this. Also, some coverage. Like, I can't believe that's what it's come to is they have gone to the local media and just said, please, somebody help us out because we are out of options here and this makes no sense. Common sense is lost in government sometimes, and it is so frustrating, Aunt Rochelle.
1: It is frustrating. And you know what I'm thinking about? And I hate to say this, and I don't care. I'm going to say it. His mama ain't got no home, girl. That's a notary. Okay? Now, if I was a notary, I would have said, here, I already know the situation. Here, go, go, go. Go get this done. But he don't. they don't even know any a notary who can help them to pass this along to get this through. Right? This is serious. And nobody's trying to help them. They even went to Austin. They still can't mm-hmm. get any help.
0: But no answer Shell, Here's the thing. They have done all this. She said in a quote, I've got this much documentation to show how many years back I've been sending ID after ID, notarized after notarized, copy after copy. Somebody at some level should stop sending money. We need to figure out what's going on mm. here. But they don't. They just keep passing the buck. And that is government right oh, there. Man. And it's so frustrating. Like somebody just should have stepped in literally the first month that they found this problem and they go, look. We can figure this out. Yeah. Instead, it is all about filing more, wasting more money, getting this done. The stress of this all, we're not even taking into account like what this does to a family when you're dealing with an issue like this. Oh, I hate this so much.
1: This is bad. And like you said, all this documentation and nothing can be done about it. Nobody will just step in and say, uh, the book stops here. I got this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, and they even have a certificate of live birth. But they don't have the birth certificate. Like, uh-uh. oh my gosh. Oh, That's- can we just fix this? Ooh, Andrew <laughs> show, you got me all riled so, up. You, Ooh. Is, you
1: real crunk today. You is upset.
0: Few things tick me off more than government mishaps like this and just lack of common sense in government. Mm-hmm. And gosh, somebody just step up and fix this problem for this family yeah. because this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Antrochelle, I got some happy news for you here. I know we're going to do our moment of joy, but this is a overlooked story for me. Galveston, our awesome cousins to the south, they're adding another cruise terminal. And this time it's the cruise company MSC setting up shop as they get ready to sail out of Galveston in 2025 by building a $142 million terminal. The MSC Seascape, which is the ship that will be cruising out of this terminal, is expected to start voyaging with 5,000 guests from Pier 16. This move will push Galveston to the eighth biggest cruise port in the world. Mm -hmm. And that is awesome because you know what people don't do when they come for cruises? They don't go right to Galveston. They go to Hobby Airport or Bush Airport. Uh And then they spend some time in the city before or after. This is huge, not only for Galveston, but also for our city and for the tourism. Another big terminal will bring to the city of Houston and Galveston.
1: Absolutely. Now, you know, I love a cruise, okay? I love a good cruise at that. So I am excited about all the options that we are actually having because, you know, Carnival has dominated our cruise port for years and now we got another one. This is going to be Dope. So that that just continues to show why Houston is so dope because we have so many options. And this is definitely bringing more people to the city because, like you said, you can't fly into Galveston, baby. You got to come to Houston, mm-hmm. Hobby Airport, and then travel to Galveston. And I'm excited. It's just – well, put it like this. It's more people to visit. I don't want more people to stay, okay? And just yeah, come on, there you go. <laughs> Come <laughs> for a little bit and go on about y'all business. Go get on your cruise and come back, get on your flight and go back home. But I'm excited about this because that means there'll be more memories to share um, and more time to have and spend for vacations. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah.
0: It's so fascinating to look at the Galveston cruise industry in the last 10 years because it was there for a long Mm -hmm. time, right? But for whatever reason, it was never a big thing in the city of Houston for us to go catch a cruise. But About ten years ago, they really started investing money in marketing, Mm -hmm. in really updating these terminals. More ships started sailing out of Galveston, and it really has become one of the nation's premier terminals and destinations to sail out of. So, kudos to Galveston for really revamping everything. And now, again, another ship and the MSC Seascape is going to be a more European style. So, if you've ever sailed like Princess Cruise Line, which Mm -hmm. is a little bit more elegant, right? Like how they describe Mm -hmm. it. So. It's going to be a blast. That's so cool. And again, more people coming to our city. Mm-hmm. All right, Aunt Trichelle, let's get to our moment of joy. What do you got?
1: So listen, this moment of joy is, um, I don't know. I'm just excited about this. As you know, this weekend is the big game and your girl will be on Isaiah Factor Uncensored this weekend talking about the social media trends of the Super Bowl. And I'm really, really excited. So make sure nice. that you are watching tonight at 11 p.m. The Isaiah Factor Uncensored as your girl, the one and only Antrashel, the electric personality, will be covering social media trends for the big game.
0: Nice. Friday nights with Anders Shell on the Isaiah Factor Uncensored, which is one of my favorite shows to watch. I actually sent Isaiah a note the other day. I was like, I love your show. And I, I like their team, if you haven't seen it, this show will come on after the 10:30 news and they will literally have guests for every segment. So like their producers are out there hustling and booking guests for a fresh show every single day. It is incredible what they're doing. So shout out to his entire team and that show. It is Literally uncensored because people will be saying the wildest things on there. I've sent you a message. I was watching one night and I'm like, ain't your shells on it. I love this. And they actually called me the other day to be a guest on it. But I already had other plans. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't make it. And they were not happy. You don't say no to the Isaiah Factor.
1: You can't say no to the Isaiah Factor (laughs) and their team. You can't say no to Fox 26, period, okay? I've been working with them since since 2017. That's been a long time since I was a junior in college and baby. You don't say no. Anytime they call me, I say, sure. I've been on morning news, uh, evening news, late night news. I'm there because you cannot say no to them or you will never come back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I know, right? Isaiah is one of the nicest people in the media. I'm so happy for his success yes. and His continued success to him and his team. I love that True show. True staple I love in the community.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you're right. The entire team is phenomenal. Entire team. Yep.
0: Okay, my moment of joy is all about celebrations. Antroshell, you brought it up. The big game is this weekend. I can't wait to meet all my friends. We meet up once a year, no matter where we are, for our super secret Super Bowl party. And we just have a blast. It is so cool to see everybody. Then you've got Mardi Gras uh, parades kicking off as well. And they've been going on, but Galveston, you got around town. It is going to be popping in the city of Houston. And then on top of that, let's add one more celebration, Anchor Shell. It's Lunar New Year and the celebrations have already started, but it's officially on Saturday with so many different events around town that will continue for 15 days. You got the popular Lunar Night Market to the big Texas Lunar Festival in A-Leaf. It's a great time to go celebrate with your friends and learn about Lunar New Year and bring in spring With the year of the dragon with our community around town. So, a lot of celebrations, a lot of good eats, a lot of memories being made this weekend. It is a great time to be in the city of Houston. And, you know, just wanna send love to everybody. It's gonna be a good weekend.
1: Yes, it is. I'm excited. So much to do and so many places to be. Now, you said super secret. Super Bowl party, why I can't come? Super
0: secret Super Bowl party. It's an (laughs) invite-only party that we started 10 years ago, and it started with, like, three guys. We were just like, you know what? We want to keep a good, small crowd of guys who aren't going to annoy us. We just want to watch the Super Bowl, (laughs) you know, bet on the game, whatever. Then, it, you know, we slowly started adding a few people. It has now gotten up to 20 people because we have opened it up to spouses. Okay. But it's really 10 of the OG guys but we, we're starting to bring kids and wives and all that. <laughs> I'm not bringing my kids or wives Aunt <laughs> I do not. You know what? This is my once a year. I just want to watch the game (laughs) and have fun.
1: (laughs) But that's a good thing. Sometimes, you know, do you know what I realize now? The best fun is had when you forget to pull out your phone and take a picture. And it sounds like that's the kind of fun that y'all are having at this party. Oh,
0: yeah. And no phones allowed because we usually are a little behind in the game. So we don't let anyone on their phones because we're betting on the game. We're doing like live betting on the the game, right? Like with little dollar bill bets. So we don't want people cheating. Although- I know people who have cheated Mm-mm. and, mm, don't you know what, back. was it worth it like to make $18 right. with your friends? Like, mm. come on, was it worth cheating? And I'm going to say, yes, it was because you know what? I walked out <laughs> with 18 extra dollars, Aunt Trishel. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> you know what? Get out. You can't come back.
0: <laughs> Aunt Rochelle, that was a lot of fun. Have a great weekend. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Anytime. See you next time.
0: That was Andrew Shell Nova. You can check out all of the stories we discussed in our show notes. That will do it for this week here on CityCast Houston. Our producers are Carlyon Jones and Lizzie Goldsmith. Our newsletter editors are Brooke Lewis and Adrian Gonzalez. And the host is me, Raheel Ramzanali. Our music is by the band, All The Kimonos. We'll be back on Monday with a look at a real estate trend that could potentially be the future for a lot of empty office buildings. Thank you for listening and I hope you learned something new.